sip, 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 sip. It's your girl, the Canadian. It's your girl, the Canadian. It's your girl, the Canadian. You are listening to season two of Sippin' Tea with Nene. Okay. So we're gonna get we're gonna jump right into some word because the word is food for the soul, and we need to stay meditating on his word day and night. So the scripture I'm gonna give to you today is are you ready? I don't think you're ready. Psalms 20 and 7. Some trust in chariots and some trust in horse. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. Okay? So now I'm going to read the bio of our amazing guest. She, I'm pretty sure... You have heard of this woman of God. But let me read her bio. Have you ever heard someone that somewhat does everything? That is Lady Tamil Curtis for sure. She is a well-rounded expert in areas of marketing, coaching, ministry, public speaking, event production, promotion, and the list goes on. She also, she's also a, a music and media producer. I'm sorry, I can't read um record label owner and a published author aside from all business and ministry roles tamil is simple yet complex personality she loves everything pink enjoys tv production is a proud nerd um is an unapologetic lover of all music of all genres of music from classical to jazz to gospel to country it goes without that she loves makeup and stilettos and everything else about being a woman although she was once a tomboy this woman of god let me tell you guys this woman of god is gorgeous i met her at the price factors and i loved her like i loved everything about her personality um the way she dressed um what she was everything that came out of her mouth was prophetic so yeah so it's your hunger, we're gonna be aka Nene and Honey. I'm here to let you know you need to get you, you need to cop you a pair of Nene lashes. If you would like a pair of Nene lashes, honey, you can go to www.rikanadine.net. So we back at it again. Oh, honey, I told y'all this was gonna be a special episode. This I'm telling you, I've never did anything like this before with a woman of her caliber. Like, honey, she has so much, so many different hats. She is so well-rounded. I met her at the Praise Factors, and I was speechless. When she was talking, I was like, this woman is sent by God. Even though she was being raw and real, like that honestly that's what we need today in today's society everybody keeps sugarcoating stuff but she was raw and real and i loved it i loved every bit of it she's a woman of power she's a woman of purpose she's an amazing woman of god and i'm gonna finally get the chance to have a sit down have a chit chat have a talk with the amazing and wonderful and beautiful lady tamil curtis Listen, I think I am officially going to put you in my hip pocket. <laughs> and you're going with me so that you can introduce me no matter what. <laughs> like, when I say I was, I was like, oh, she's fucking around. Oh, she's 
Hi. <laughs> I How just, are you, love? I'm good. How are you? I'm amazing. That's good. That's good. We're gonna we're gonna not waste any of your time. We're gonna jump right into this. I know you're a busy woman. <laughs> Listen, you got me. Let, let's jump in, and I am along for the ride, okay? Okay. <laughs> so, we finna get deep. So, can you okay, tell okay. us... I'm ready. <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about your childhood? <laughs> oh, wow, my childhood. Okay, so, growing up, um, I come from a very... Uh, musically inclined family. Mm. So growing up for me, I always felt like mm, I was the misfit, the misfit, I was the black sheep, I was the one that was always different. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like the church and the concrete mix kind of baby. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I grew up in church. I've been in church all of my life. Um, our family church, Rachel Missionary Baptist Church in Chicago, Illinois. My wow. family is one of the founding families of that church. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my grandmother, um, who was Pentecostal, I was always with her and around her. Mm-hmm. So, like the gift, the gifts and the callings that were on my life, they started activating early. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't hear that a lot of people a lot of people when they're in the growing up in the church they are like yeah you know at an early age I knew I was gonna be this I knew I was gonna be this but you never hear it from the opposite way where you're you have to grow to love yourself and I completely I was the same way I've been raised in church all my life and you know, it took me almost, uh, I was at eight, I was 18 years old when I finally realized my worth. And I, it's sad it took me so long since I was in the church. <laughs> you would think they'll be, you know, nurturing and like that. And I went to a very, I wouldn't say it was Pentecostal, <laughs> but it was very, very structured church. So I completely, I completely understand you. But it's, I mean, for some, it takes, you know, a few years. For others, it takes more. <laughs> it takes time. It yeah. takes time. Um, you know, the whole church made me think of me. I was full time ministry at the age of 14. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I know church 
orchestration. Mm. Um, I actually play the drums. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> choir director, um, from a church standpoint, I have been a worship pastor. Mm. I have been a youth pastor. I have been um, a pastor of education. I wow. have been like the assistant slash executive pastor. Mm-hmm. So, I've done it all. And literally, I was to know that other people wanted me to be. Mm. You know, I had allowed myself to get boxed into uh, being shaped and, and molded into not my own identity, mm. but to know that made other people comfortable. Wow. I've always been outspoken. Um, I'm kind of a hot head to be mm. quick tempered, like the Lord has literally helped me with all that. And mm. so at the age of 28, you mm. know, I literally had been to hell the church. Mm, wow. I was done. I, I walked away. Mm. I was burnt out. We are talking about 14 years of active ministry and then being somebody that everybody else wanted you to be. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like I was a star mm. because, you know, the, the older people would always testify about how good God was and, mm. you know, what he did that week, but they never told us about their proclivity. Right. You know what I mean? They never explained to us that they had a rough week, that they may have battled depression or they may have, you know, not right. learned how to properly deal with grief. You mm-hmm. know, they, they wasn't sure of their self-identity. So it made it seem like salvation was so hard. And at 28, I walked away from it all. Wow. But it was away from organized mm. religion per se. It's when I got away from, um, you know, church of normal mm-hmm. and the Lord gave me a once in a lifetime opportunity where I was able to travel with Disney the Lion King wow. and from there is where I really came to understand God's grace mm-hmm. like I again I grew up in church my degree I have a master's in education in custom mm-hmm. so I know the word mm-hmm. but I know God when mm-hmm. I was on the road Wow. You know, when I had to deal with alcoholics, when I had mm. to deal with crackheads, we were in San Francisco for 10 months. So mm-hmm. literally walking past um, transsexuals and, and drag queens. Mm. And even some of the church walking in and the greeter is a drag queen. Like that totally wow. messed up my theology mm-hmm. of what I was raised and how I was raised in the church, even down the clothes. Like the opening night, uh, my first opening night party, I looked like I was on my way to convocation. And you have these amazing, beautiful dances, and like they hold your dresses, mm-hmm. and, you know, high split. And I'm like, oh my God, those girls are not pretty. Right. Never forget one of the dancers started having an asthma attack mm-hmm. on the dance floor. And those same girls that I was turning up my nose and being self righteous with literally got on their knees mm-hmm. and started pleading the blood of Jesus over this dancer. And as quick as the asthma attack hit, it left. Wow. So that messed up my theology. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people that look like that were not supposed to have power. So what is this? So literally at the point of me walking away from the four walls is when I came to find and I found who God really was. Mm. I understand his grace. Um, I, I know what unconditional love means like from being so unlovable. Right. And that's why I kind of have to that I do and mm-hmm. kind of have the heart that I do. I love the missing. You mm-hmm. know, I love the people that everybody knows cast aside and mm-hmm. put society. Are the creators I want to work with. The creators that feel like they don't fit in this. Let's go outside the four walls m
of not knowing who I was mm. and, and kind of like being a chameleon uh, to getting rock bottom and really trying is that, yeah, I love everything about me now right. in this season, in this space of my life. Wow, 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 wow. I'm, I'm speechless. And I didn't want <laughs> I'm so speechless. I'm so speechless. Because you never, like, you know how everyone be like, oh, you know, I want to be like you, like, you know, younger people. I want to be like you when I grow up. But they never know what you went through to get to where you are now. So to hear this from you, a woman with so many different hats, and to hear your road, you know, to God, even though you were in the church and even though you did grow up in the church and stuff like that, that's amazing to me. Like, I'm so speechless. Let me go to my next question. Let me shut up. <laughs> hey, come on, let's go to the next question. Come on, I, I told you, I, I'm here to, to ride this journey with you tonight. Okay. <laughs> what is one of your best childhood memories? One of my best childhood memories is having the opportunity to go to the Chicago Theater mm. and see Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream Code. Like, that's what gave me my love for uh, Broadway. Mm. That's what gave me my, my true love for music, like outside of, of church music mm. and choir music and quartet music. It was seeing that. Um, and I'll never forget Danny Osmond was playing Joseph. Mm. And to see that caliber of production, mm. um, that's what where my love for production and music came from, and even from Broadway, because I am such a Broadway brat. <laughs> it was it was that. Right. You know, that event was, was so life changing for me that it kind of set a course. And like I said, to have been able to work with actual Broadway production, mm. um, it was a dream come true. Wow. Well, I I too love Broadway's, like musicals and stuff. I love it. And my family, they think, well, my mom, like I come from a very musically inclined family and I'm not that musically inclined. Like they just be like, you know, stand in the front and we'll use your face, but we'll sing. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. So I went for it with the years, but I love musicals. Like if I was to get in acting tomorrow, I would want to do musicals, even though I can't sing. Oh, I would yeah. still do it though. I would embarrass myself I just so I can be in a musical. <laughs> it's it's that. I totally it. It's that deep. But I, oh my goodness. See, we we got a connection. Broadway. Broadway musicals are it. I'm telling you. Oh my goodness. Let me let me stop. So, <laughs> what is the best career decision that you have ever made? What is the best career decision? Um, I think the best career decision for me mm. to date, um, and it's kind of two, like both of these gave me the same feeling, mm-hmm. and it was um, when we started the record company, mm. and when I launched the coaching and consulting business. Like, mm. those were the things of saying, I'm going to get the norm. I'm disrupting the status quo. Mm. You know, I'm not just going to be me for the church. I'm not just going to be me for gospel music. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those two things to me were my absolute, positively best mm. um, decision. Wow. 
that's that's very curious. I mean, I said that's I'm very curious. I'm very curious. What was the worst, if I may ask? Oh, <laughs> the worst mm-hmm. business decision that I ever made was one of my very first business ventures. I knew she was a jet. Like, I knew she was a wretch on balance, mm-hmm. uh, but I still felt like she was, quote unquote, my friend. Mm-hmm. And we went into business together and was doing things, this and the other, and she literally undermined it and completely wound up um, taking out all the clients, all the money, mm. everything. Wow. And I knew not to do it, but I did it anyway because I felt like I was grown. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I felt like, oh no, I know how to make this decision myself right. being stubborn and not listening to wise counsel the way that the Bible tells us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was all on a whole nother level with that. Wow. So would you suggest somebody get into business with a friend or a relative? Absolutely. I think when it comes to business, you can uh I think okay, so here's the thing. I am in business now with one of my best friends mm-hmm. who we didn't start out as best friends but working together has gotten us to that point mm-hmm. and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world now there were a lot of ups and downs because we have different ways of operating mm-hmm. uh, he's very uh, kind of like calm and nonchalant mm-hmm. And I'm a very passionate and like in your face person. Mm-hmm. And so like our first I think first year, year and a half of the label, you would thought we were a very couple. <laughs> <laughs> because it was like so much or whatever. But what always brought us back and this is what I tell anybody is remember your why. Right. And if you all have the same why mm-hmm. for doing this, then no matter what the disagreements are because they're gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what the conflict because here's the thing if iron sharpens iron that means that there's some abrasion that happens right. you know what I'm saying there's some friction that happens that causes sparks right. to fly come on right so it's gonna happen and when it happens you have to be willing to remember your why and so I think um, I think spouses can be in business together I believe parents and children can be in business together friends um, everybody has to remember the why and be on the same page and mm. be honest as to why you're doing this. And the sky is the limit. And so I think there's not a, even in my other businesses, mm-hmm. um, there's not something that I'm doing that I don't want to pass to church. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Right. So, um, and then I have a, a, a wise group of counsel. Mm that we're all kind of have we all kind of have the same why right and so we're able to bounce ideas off of each other without being worried about this person becoming competition or you know worried about if they're going to steal my idea right and you know this type of thing like they're there's a mutual love respect and above all honor that's there so you absolutely can but if you have to know why you're doing it mm. you have to be on the same page so that when things happen Right. You can still find a way back to the core of that and you can grow from it. Right. 
I on on my show I always talk about how having a good support system you know if you have a good support system you can you know make it through life so much easier you can conquer the world literally so do you feel like having a good support system is very key no matter what business you're in tell my support system all the time you know correct me if I'm doing some if I'm having a big head I'm being full of myself in public correct me in public because I don't want to walk through life and go through these different events and give these God has given me so many opportunities to do stuff and I go around like it's all about me I don't want that so I tell my support system all the time like I need you here to level me out because I know sometimes with me being young in the industry, you know, sometimes you can get the big head. You can you can do stuff and it it feels like it's all about you. So I I tell people all the time, see listeners, I'm not the only one that thinks that a good support system is very key no matter what you do in life. You don't even have to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to be in the church. You don't have to be an artist. No matter what you do, you can have a regular, you can work at Walmart and you still need a good support system no matter, no matter what your occupation is. But anyway. <laughs> So you have so many different hats. You're, uh, you have a 
a record label, you do consultation. How do you organize your time? Um, there's a thing that I've learned um, since I started coaching that's called harmony and not balance. Mm. Um, and what I mean by that is, let's say uh, a person is a wife, a mother, mm. um, a business owner, active in church and ministry. So I'm literally named five different components, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're, you know, an author or some level of creative that sticks. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to balance and make sure that each of those six components um, are balanced, mm-hmm. right? So that means you give an equal amount of percentage to each of those components. Right. Well, if it's six components, mm-hmm. right, and we need at least 32% of our heart to mm-hmm. be functioning for us to survive, mm-hmm. there's no way 100% can be divided by six and you make enough percentage to survive. Right. So I, I, I stopped trying to be balanced. Mm-hmm. What I've learned to do is to harmonize who I am. There are some days that to build the producer um, is who's shining mm-hmm. and the rest of me doesn't go lacking. There are some days that to build the writer and administrator is what's in the forefront and nothing else goes lacking. There are right. some days that to build um, the coach and mm-hmm. the consultant is the primary and like the focal point is poured into her and you know everything else kind of like is at a halt but it doesn't you know, fall apart. Right. And so learning how to harmonize it and giving the proper attention where it needs to along with being mm-hmm. human. Come on. Um, I, I absolutely put my phone in do not disturb after a certain time. Right. I absolutely will cut my phone completely off and go to the movies right. uh, for $5 on a Tuesday and see me a <laughs> show. Like, I've learned how to harmonize right. who I am, you know, so that all of Mm. naturally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, you know, mentally, all of me is literally being able to survive and prosper Come on. as I prosper. Right. Wow. See, you guys, I told you, it's not about balancing. It's a, well, I feel, this is just me. I feel God, God has given me so many different gifts, but God gives you these gifts and he, he'll tell you, oh, write a book. He didn't say publish it tomorrow. He didn't say publish it next month. He just said write a book. Writing a book can take 10 years. I know an author, it took her 10 years to write one book. So I feel like in different seasons, and this just goes for me, in different seasons, I do different things. In this season, I'm doing TV, I'm doing radio, I'm being an author, a speaker. And next season, I, I don't know what God's going to have me do. I may be an artist. I'm, I don't know what God is going to have me to do. But I completely, I don't know. I'm just different. I feel like balance, I don't know how to balance. And I think that's, I feel like it's good, but then it's bad. Because, yeah, it's good because, you know, I'm young. and But then it could be bad in that way, too. But it could be bad when it comes to... Um, my businesses administrative wise because if I'm balancing everything if I'm trying to do everything all in this one day you know everything it's gonna be sloppy something's gonna be messed up knowledge is I said knowledge um, stuff is gonna be messed up administrative stuff's gonna be messed up so actually that's why that's why when, when you are multi-creative and that's something else too like I think you know churchiness can, can tell us and teach us that we can only do one thing at a time. Right. You know, and, you know, church, believe it or not, will also teach us that 
um, you're not being loyal and you're not uh, being respectful if you do pursue your own thing outside of, you know, what you're connected to, right? right. So you literally have to get to a point of deprogramming all of that and understanding that my no is sufficient. It's mm. just like it's great. Come on. So if it's something that I'm supposed to do, I do it. If it's not something I'm not supposed to do, I'm okay saying no. Right. And we're multifaceted creatures. Right. So we don't have to just do one thing and build one thing and that's it. No, create everything. Like literally develop and put feet to every vision that God has given you that right. way. If it is a roller coaster, mm-hmm. you know, if you are riding away, and the speaker is a good book. The author, if you still have seven ebooks that you're ready to roll out one every month, right? You at least know you have seven months worth of income coming in. True. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, that, that's like the, the, the coach side of me mm-hmm. is helping kingdom creatives be able to deprogram and understand listen, you can do it all. Right. You absolutely can, even if you do a schedule and say, I'm going to, you know, dedicate Tuesdays to the radio personality, mm-hmm. and Wednesdays is the author, and, you know, Thursdays is the, the fashion guru, like, right. it, it can be done. It absolutely can be done. Right. Honey. Like Lady Tamil said, honey, it can be done, period. Nothing else said. If you want to be a writer, you want to, I don't know, <laughs> be a pastor. <laughs> I mean, if God's called you to be a pastor... I say do it but anyway my last and final my last and final question is how can we stay connected to you absolutely well for you to answer your last and final question (laughs) you stay connected to me by following me on social media Mm -hmm. I have a universal hashtag which is it's lady to me I-T-S-L-A-D-Y-T-M-I-L it's lady to me on Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, even if you type that on Facebook, you're going to go straight to um, my public page, mm-hmm. Periscope, Snapchat, everything is it's for you to mail. If you possibly want to book a consultation with me, work mm-hmm. out uh, a marketing strategy, you need help developing your content, you need help developing your social media, artist development, media development, mm-hmm. you can email me at info at it's like the build that agency. You see that brand? Okay. It's so universal. Right. <laughs> and if you just wanna, you know, find out a little more about me, all you have to do is go to
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Sipping Tea with Nene. If you would like to sponsor or be on the show of Sipping Tea with Nene, please email sippingteawithnene at gmail.com. Sipping with three P's, no G, um, T with the W, nene at gmail.com. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Rika Nadine. Um, Instagram Rika underscore Nadine. Rika is R I C A underscore Nadine N A D I N E. Make sure you follow us. Stay tuned. If you're listening to us, no matter where you are, we want to make sure. If you're listening to us on podcasts, if you're listening to us on a radio uh, station, make sure you screenshot it and tag us in it. Tag me in it, Nene, and let us know if you enjoyed the show. We would love to hear your feedback. Blessings to you. Here's my two cents. Your International and national team. I'm going to leave y'all on a good note.